This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Are there any uh, a couple things that we need to talk about. Yeah. Well, a couple things that we need to talk about before we get into the, to the 49ers themselves. 90% chance of rain on Sunday. George Kittle looks like he's not going to play. Daniel Brunskill, one of their starting offensive linemen, also looks like he's not going to play. He didn't play last week as well, just like Kittle. Uh, and then, of course, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Elijah Mitchell is also out for the 49ers. So um, favorable mm. injury news for the C- Seahawks on that front. Obviously, though, Shelby Harris didn't practice today, so that's bad. That's frowny face. Um, 49ers... Are they good? Kind of remains to be seen because they played in a monsoon last week and it didn't go particularly well for them. And people are already calling for Trey Lance's job. Um, so it's kind of like we still need to see it because those are so such unique conditions uh, for them to play in last week. I mean, the fourth quarter, especially like it was just pouring down rain. There was literally nothing they could do. Like Trey Lance can't throw like no one can throw football on that. So still kind of a wait and see thing i don't know have you guys watched any 49ers uh like any of their game from uh, against the bears yeah. this week yeah I, I did watch a little bit i mean it's so hard because the conditions were so it was like pig slop out there it was it was really bad um they they run a lot they have the option game or the read game and that that makes you it's going to, I feel like they're going to force base personnel. It's going to be similar principle in that they're just going to try to, I mean, Seattle's going to match this. Now, I don't think with a lot of cover one, they'll probably fire zone a lot more. And I meant one high, they'll probably fire zone more, more so to stay gapped out and yeah. run purposes, but they're going to play, I think maybe like max fit quarters and stuff. But then I worry about, I know, noticed we'll play action shot. I right? noticed against the, the Broncos, well, one, I don't think they expected the Broncos to play as much heavy, like 21 personnel I form as they did. I think they'd have had like one or two more calls for that, given what actually happened. And also given their struggles against that sort of stuff. Um, and so again, against the Broncos, what I noticed was when, when Y was off the line of scrimmage, they played like max fit quarters for that. And I think like to get with all the, like the read option stuff and, um, well, sorry, it wasn't max fit quarters, but they played quarters. But like with all the the potential of Lance as a runner, and also the way that the 49ers move bodies uh, around, like post snap during the play across the formation, I do think Griff, I agree. Like max fit quarters would be the approach rather than picking a side where you have cover two, where suddenly if you've got the wrong side, things get a bit difficult, as the Broncos even showed. So 
the the threat of Lance's run is obviously scary. If Kittle's actually out, that is massive because like he enables them to do so much more in the run game. It's not yeah. just about him as a passing threat. Like his ability as a run blocker and ability to be mobile and be, get out in space quickly, get up to second level linebackers is big. The one problem against Denver schematically was other than other than like the sides and and then the execution stuff was that issue we've spoke about a number of times of like the five technique where not having a five technique means the backside linebacker gets climbed on against power. So Denver had a few like right. glitzy power runs where I thought there would be more considering what LaFleur does. Yeah. So I, I think I, I tweeted about that. And ah, there we go. The reason for that. So I think, I think mm. we see them probably, and Clint Hurt mentioned it as well. He was asked about it in his press conference. He mentioned playing with a big five. I think they'll might have to do that for power, like, or do a movement into it or something. Cause you got to protect yeah. the backside linebacker. I'll just draw that up. Or I mean, fire zone with that movement, right? Um, well, we'll probably see some of that, that palms fire zone too, um, which was big for them last year. But I don't know what they're going to retain, what they don't retain. But see what Maddie draws up here. This will be our last uh, graphic of the evening, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I want to, I want us to get into some predictions as well before we we hop okay. off. Predictions. I'll, I'll just our, do my put our necks out on the line. I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna go 27, 27, 20 Seahawks. With it being like ninety percent chance of rain, I feel like this is going to be another. Like it's not going to be a monsoon, like it was in Chicago. But I feel like it's probably going to be a sloppy game. I'll go mm, another sub twenty point game. Let's say nineteen nineteen seventeen. Seahawks. All right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Yeah, 27 might be fresh with the rain. As you're... As you're as you're drawing, there we go. That's the no. C gap issue. No. So because this nice. boy is here, he gets caught inside. He's like taking on this tackle. So this tight end has a clean release to come to the backward linebacker. And if they pull this guy round, they get more numbers than the the off the defense has for, to this side. And so the run hits all the way up in this little alley. Um, my prediction is that the Seahawks win. Um, I think they run the heck out of the ball. I think they run it probably quadruple, no, treble the amount of times they ran it. Um, mm. And I, I think the 49ers, mm. again, they're like most of the league, they're still like a quarters coverage team um, with like fire zone stuff to like when they feel run. And But I don't think they're as good up front in a like run defense perspective than like what Seattle saw from the Broncos. And I don't believe they're like a tight front team, right? They're not running bare. No, they do it with even, and they just bait. They just yeah. bait on the length of their. They're they're, they're doing the width and then yeah. yeah. They their second level is crazy pursuit between 
you know, Warner, um, their safety, I think, what's his name? Hafoanga, I, I might be misremembering That's that. That's correct. He looked really good, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, Talanoa Hafanga. But, like, we're talking, like, heavier personnel stuff than what the Bears did. I think we're talking yeah, exactly. more pistol, so, more 12, 13 personnel again. So we might actually see some constraint runs on, like, second and short and stuff. They get some advantageous looks. So, like, when they're in gun, they're going to just straight up run, like, you know, long trap or whatever, GT counter or GT wrap, you know, straight up, just because it look, like, the look will be beneficial. And if you're so, doing that, that means you can run. Seattle's answer for that is nickel fire zone. So even front and then. Uh huh. Oh, wait, you're talking about the 49ers offense. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm Seahawks offense. Sorry, I, I I'm I'm lost. But you're right though. Yeah. They, they, when they when they fire zone, the, the 49ers will be more gun um, as well. I think than oh, yeah. perhaps we expect, and that's that's something mm-hmm. which I, I, it'll be interesting to see Seattle's aren't like if they have another answer because so far it's just been nickel send the nickel fire zone into like bear spacing right yeah also very interested to see how with mitchell out how many more carries does debo get in that offense how Uh, many can he get right near the goal line yeah down near the goal line because like how how much is how much are they going to balance jeff wilson with debo because i feel like debo ends up being the primary guy that's kind of (laughs) In the, in the past, <laughs> they're basically gonna yeah. in the passing game. I think Shanahan's gonna be he's gonna go for all the the cheese ball stuff combinations on the in the like go wheel, just see 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 what they can go wheel flat stuff like that, just to see what they can get them to the the outside zone defenders to bust like the corners like what we talked about with Woolen and and Coleman, but like just see what they can get them to like you know like drift stocks, those sort of things to see what kind of fades they can manufacture and stuff. Um, just see if they can get easy money, um, like, like shallow wheel, stuff like that. I feel like we're going to see a lot of that. There we go. All right. Well, it'll be a fun game and it's a bit earlier for me, only 9.05 PM, 1.05 PM Pacific time. And it's crazy to me that the Seahawks are now 10 point underdogs, but how does that happen after Beating, beating a team that they were six point five. It's crazy. It shows that Vegas thinks that they were only up for that. They got lucky and they are only up for that Denver game because of um, like the Russ effects. But I mean, the, I mean, I, the, this feels like as even again. I mean, even if you're low on the Seahawks, you should. Well, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite low on Trey Lance. Really, I mean, that's famous. I mean, to me, he's right? still well, just a total wild card. He could pop off at any moment or have and, a disaster. And, and i and i don't think either one of these teams is going to be able to create enough separation because of the weather because it's just going to be kind of a a sloppy fist fight like i I just 10 points is insane and like what did what did the like what have the 49ers shown that warrants that i mean it's just i don't know going off of like monday yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wow, ten, ten points is egregious. Yeah, 